Welcome back to Mint Chop Chip. Today we've got a mental healthy type podcast for you um, where I'm joined by my friend Lauren Emma PT who is absolutely amazing and I had a wonderful time recording the podcast with her. It was so fun and she's so great. All her details are found at the end of the podcast uh, where you can go and give her a follow and see what she's all about because she's genuinely really lovely but yes anyway I hope you enjoy it and find it exciting inspiring and a little bit funny but yeah enjoy Right, so we're here with Lauren, who I went to school with, and she's now a personal trainer. So I've got her on here to talk about just sort of all the exercising mental health questions because it's January and everyone's probably on a some fad diet or exercising for like 20 hours a week. So she can tell us the do's and don'ts. But Lauren, how and why did you decide to become a PT? Like, what was your sort of inspirational journey? Um, so my background is actually in criminology. So I did an undergraduate degree in criminology and I joined the gym in my last year of uni when I was doing my dissertation and all the other bits and bobs that had to be finished. Um, and it just, I joined on a whim in January. I feel like a lot of people do. Uh, I joined with a friend and I actually surprisingly was going consistently, was really enjoying it, got into training regularly and it really helped me through my last year of uni. Third year of uni is an absolute killer, Mm, like that sort of, I started going to the gym in my third year as well just because I was like I need to do something other than like stare at a computer (laughs) or go to work, like it just was so hard, I nearly dropped out so many times because I hated it. But yeah, no, I think it's definitely good for the world for me and you, like in that time of stress Mm. to have something else to do. Yeah, and that's exactly what it was. It ended up being a release from, you know, sitting inside, writing essays, staring at a screen. Crying. Yeah, and that a lot. (laughs) Um, So yeah, it was a massive release. And I don't think I would have got through my final year without finding my, you know, love of training and exercising. Anyway, so I then went straight into a master's after I graduated. And I was doing that for two months and I dropped out because I just, I hated it. And I knew it was time to drop out when I was spending more time in the gym than at uni. (laughs) Um, So I dropped out um, and I decided to, it felt like I was going a bit backwards, going back to college, even though I'd just been to uni, Um, but I went, to college to do a personal training course and also at the time things were a bit tough I was coming off of antidepressants that I'd been on for four years so all the way through uni Um, my long-term relationship was breaking down everything was just a bit crap so I thought you know what I'm just going to do something for me something that I love 
Um, and that's how it all kind of fell into place. And here I am today. <laughs> Sometimes I think, though, like, it shouldn't be seen as going backwards. I feel like when you leave school, yeah. it's sort of, a, like, all the school I went to, it's, it's drilled into you of, like, you get A-levels, you go mm. to uni, and then you get a good job. Yeah. It's never, like, how you how the fuck are you supposed to know what you want to do when you're 18? Like, yeah my degree's in geography like I don't want to do that anymore (laughs) like what was I thinking and there's so much like misconception that you go to uni and you get a great job straight away for some people that happens but not everybody no I think there's maybe in my uni year there was like 80 of us 90 of us that did yeah um geography and I could probably name not even five that are now working in sort of some kind Mm. of geographical land um some of them have moved abroad and are now like teaching some of them are now estate agents um, some of them are now doing loads of stuff for COVID. Mm. I'm talking about sex on the internet. Like, <laughs> <laughs> there's like, yeah. And I just think, you know, that it was, I see it as like a life experience rather than like, for that sure. is what I wanted to do. Yeah. To And to then go back and go to college, I think yeah. is really sort of admirable to, you know, you had enough sort of like self-belief that you knew what you wanted to do. Yeah. And that was the thing. It It was very much... I thought to myself okay I need to put my sensible head on and do something for me that's going to make me happy and not just sit and pit be like pity myself and things like that it's just about getting up and realizing that something has to change yeah so it is January although I think when this goes out it will be February (laughs) (laughs) but why do you think sort of like January when January sort of rolls around everyone goes oh my god I need to lose weight and oh my god I need to go to the gym and then like it becomes like for me I last year I actually was sort of probably prime fitness for me and now it's just sort of I've gone back to (laughs) not doing that but like why do you think people get into sort of that January mindset of like oh I need to do this Mm. I think there's so much pressure that comes with a new year Mm. if you think about it it's a massive celebration when like I don't want to be a party pooper but in reality like there's no difference between the 31st of December to the first of January it's just another day um but the build up to Christmas all the festivities food drink I mean not so much last Christmas because of Covid but (laughs) parties and things like that you eat a lot drink a lot um go out a lot time I eat so much so do I yeah the end of our Christmas day is like normal people sort of you know Christmas lunch by nine o'clock everyone in my family gets to choose a a party platter each we cook it (laughs) put put it in a bowl and I eat a 60 piece chicken platter (laughs) on my own at nine o'clock on Christmas Christmas day and that happens consistently every single year really that's really cool but then I do but then you sort of read all of these even if you're not like I don't intentionally want to read any sort of weighty news Mm -hmm. like I totally get that like women's health and all yeah. of those things yeah. they're great magazines if that's what you want to listen to yeah. I personally don't want to pick up something that's like no. do you want to lose your winter weight yeah no not really because mm. then I hate it when for me it becomes like a negative thing of like oh almost like you should be really embarrassed that you've yeah, put on weight and that's sure. what I can't yeah. cope with and it's this whole pressure of okay Christmas is over it's going to be spring soon which means summer is after so you've got to get in shape for summer oh this summer bod shit yeah for a bikini and all that stuff so I feel like 
the pressure it's the pressure of a new year a hundred percent yeah and it's just perpetuated by things like social media um magazines it's everywhere um do you think you can sort of make it make it a sustainable life choice like if you like how would you do that so i think if so every january if you sign up to the gym or start running and by kind of third week of january you quit like it's the definition of crazy to do that every single january yeah it clearly doesn't work for you it might work for someone like for example uh it someone going for a run it might they might be able to keep it up as a habit yeah but that's because that's what they enjoy yeah like I know for me the idea of running is really great like yeah. me and my housemate have talked about doing like yeah. couch to 5k and like yeah. I definitely am a person that I work out better when I've got someone next to that me but I think it's because yeah. I then am like oh shit I need to like not be the weak one and that's yeah. what makes me do it but if someone said oh Yaz you've got to wake up half an hour earlier every day and go for a run before work I, w- I know I'm not going to do that yeah. because I don't I almost don't care enough mm. that I'm going to want to make that choice. So for me, say I'm going to run every day mm. is just not, yeah. I know that's not going to be sustainable. No. Um, so it can, like, it definitely can be made uh, sustainable because, you know, I started the gym in January and I carried it on, but that's because I made it fit with my life. I didn't then, I didn't mold my life around it. It had to fit in with what I was already doing, if that makes sense. Yeah, which I feel like doesn't get spoken about enough. No, there's sort of, you know, you see all of these like like training regimes and they're always like, they don't account for sort of like your day-to-day life. No, which is completely different from person to person. Yeah. Um, And I think there's a lot of kind of, too much focus put on you have to go to the gym to get fit you have to go running when in reality anything that gets you moving is better than nothing yeah so do you think there's like a relationship between sort of like your weight and how happy you are i think that's quite a difficult question because i like personally i've experienced being underweight and unhappy yeah and then putting on more weight and still being unhappy Mm. and I think it's not until I started exercising that I found that like happy medium yeah if that makes sense um and it's different from person to person someone could be larger and be really happy in their own skin and that's absolutely brilliant someone could be smaller and be happier in their own skin and that's absolutely brilliant other people could be really small and unhappy or bigger and still unhappy. Yeah. It, I think it comes down to how you're feeling in yourself. And a lot of that is down to your mental health as well. Um, but things like Instagram have a lot to answer for in terms of body image and how people yeah. think they should look. I think for me, I when I was sort of like 17, 18, yeah. I was like a size eight because yeah. I was doing I was doing like 20, 25 hours of like dancing and ballet a week. Like yeah. I was hardcore on it. Yeah. But at the time, I was still bigger than mm. all the other girls that I was dancing with because I still had a bum and I still had boobs. Like yeah. just because my waist was tiny, I still wasn't like their shape. And yeah. even then, that's probably the smallest I've ever really been. Like yeah. I can scroll through pictures on my Instagram 
and now I'm like Jesus like the difference of yeah. how skinny I was yeah but I never looked at that when I was 18 and thought oh my god I'm so skinny mm-hmm. if anything at the time I would just compare it to my other dancer friends yeah which wasn't a realistic body type because no one's got time to do 25 hours of ballet a week no. and be like oh my god I'm just so much bigger than them like yeah. I, we can't even share clothes yeah whereas now I'm like a 12 to 14 and I'm genuinely so much happier because I don't um I think I've just got so much more appreciation for like my mental health and sort of that journey that Mm. I don't look in the mirror and like feel disgusted but I think if you'd have told me at 18 Mm. oh by the time you're 23 you're going to be a size 12 I'd have been like oh my god yeah that's horrific Mm. whereas now I'm like sort of everything else that I'm achieving is uh more important more way more important than what I look like and I always make a joke to like um because like obviously I I do look I have put on weight yeah not like I'm not huge but I am just Mm. but because my lifestyle's changed yeah and um like a couple of my friends are like oh you know you know you like it's you know you look fine but like if you ever wanted to put on weight like uh lose weight I'll go to the gym with you stuff like Mm. that yeah and my answer is always like oh I don't care enough because boys want to still want to fuck me (laughs) (laughs) like (laughs) and but it's true like I just I haven't got to that point where like I care enough because I'm still like so happy in the way I look um but I can but I do understand that there is mm. a relationship to a certain yeah. to a certain degree. to a certain extent. Um, but I think the main thing to think about when trying to combat that thought is to focus on exercise for how it makes you feel, rather than yeah. for the way it makes you look. There's so much pressure put on the aesthetics. Yeah, because I think even for me, um, like. Uh, last year again I'm still super happy in the way I looked but I knew I was it was becoming my birthday and before Boris changed the plans and you were allowed to have 30 people (laughs) outside for a little party so I was having Yaz Fest we've had one before (laughs) and I was having another one and um I had bought this dress that I'd seen on ASOS and I was like I'm gonna buy that in a size 10 and I'm gonna fit in it by the time it was Mm. my birthday yeah and so it was like 12 weeks or something I got a personal trainer I started eating like chicken and rice and all that yeah and I literally hit it hardcore Mm. and I dropped like a dress size in like four weeks yeah like I lost it so quick and the minute he changed the plans again I stopped stopped doing it and went back to what it was like before Mm -hmm. and I sort of as much as like I was really enjoying all the exercise and stuff it did make me realize oh I don't care enough about yeah, like I, I, I was you. doing it for the wrong reasons yeah, because I sure. just wanted to fit in this one specific dress yeah that now I probably couldn't even get my thigh in <laughs> like because I, but I was just doing it for the wrong reason and, the wrong, the and that it wasn't sustainable because yeah. now I can't go to the to the gym five times a week and do three yeah. extra classes and only yeah. eat rice because I'm like with my job I'm out all of the time yeah. you know it's not sustainable yeah. and that was like an not an unhealthy way to do it because my PT was great but Mm. it just wasn't a sustainable it was like a quick boom I've lost the weight because I put it back on as soon as I stopped yeah Yeah. um and that's why I tend to take issue with things like so with people I train I don't sell um programs based on a specific time frame Mm. so for example like a six-week training program with a meal plan it to me 
it doesn't work, it's not sustainable. Who's to say after that six weeks is over, that person has then got the um, the habits and the drive to continue training in that way on their own. I yeah. think it's a very kind of short-sighted way of um, training people. So I think there's issues with that. And also it's it's about finding a deeper reason why you want to change yeah. the way you look. Is it because you're unhappy with how you look and you want to fit in a certain piece of clothing or is it really because you want to be a fitter and healthier version of yourself i think it's similar with what i did for like you know when some people get married and suddenly they're like i'm on this wedding diet yeah and they go like mental for six months and then as soon as they get married then they start eating cake again yeah it's that sort of thing of like it's just the pressure of like i just wanted to look really good on this one day yeah whereas in reality like i still look just as great like mm-hmm. i still got just as many likes on my instagram as yeah. i probably would have done if i was a size 10 yeah because like because it's, it's you it's, it's still the same me person. like people yeah. that follow me on instagram follow me on instagram because like they like me yeah as a person and, like not, i post but, real photos yeah. rather than being like here's my bikini and i'm on a sun lounger <laughs> yeah like it's me in my gammy hallway with like my gin and tonic in there <laughs> like that's why people follow me yeah it's about finding those things that can be sustainable and that's not going to happen in six weeks for example it's going to yes. take a longer time and also just before that sort of time was just before I started my therapy journey yeah so I think that not that I like when I go to therapy I don't really talk about my weight because mm. that's not sort of a sort of, like issue that I need to talk to a therapist yeah. about but I do think going there she is I spoke about it before, um, before on my mental health journey one she's sort of really made me love myself and yeah. now I don't feel like I need to be a size 10 to love myself yeah I'm a a funky 12 (laughs) Uh, funky (laughs) so this is something I don't really know much about but yeah chemically what sort of happens in our brain like when we exercise like what sort of yeah Yeah. or like what happens to us when why do we like it why is it good for us so the brain when we exercise it releases endorphins i'm sure you've heard Mm. of those before so you hear of phrases like runners high and stuff like that it's because chemicals are released in the brain um and in other parts of the body i think the spine i don't know too much about i'm not a psychologist but um (laughs) endorphins for sure and they kind of make us feel happy and when we feel happy we're more accepting of ourselves and the people around us and our life in general it's a good way to de-stress um but it's about finding the mode of exercise that works for you yeah talking about that de-stress so mm. there's a few everyone's gonna think i'm mental <laughs> but there's have been a few times where if i'm i don't run unless i'm really angry so there's yeah. been like three moments in my life yeah. where literally i've been so angry that i'm i will just put on my gym stuff and go for a run and yeah. when i'm like that i'll run like five or six miles yeah. and i'm not a runner so that's quite far <laughs> And at my, there was one time where I was at my mum's house and I ran to Hainsbury Head, yeah. which is quite far. Yeah. Ran all the way up the top, sat on a bench at the top, had a cry, and then I had to phone mum and go, and I've run here, but I can't run back. <laughs> Rescue me. Yeah. So, and then we got in the car and she's like, are you okay? I'm like, oh. <laughs> but not. it's so true. Like, yeah. 
that's just you know it does sort of you know de-stress you up and And it does make me feel so much better and it makes you feel strong yeah and when you feel strong you feel like you can take on the world yeah and I think it's well for me like a big achievement of Mm. like oh and then once I feel sort of good I'm more likely to do it again sure it gets you up and moving and if you've say running is your thing if you've been through a run that morning you think okay yeah I've done something really productive and it makes you want to get on with the rest of your day yeah but I find things like boxing I absolutely love yeah get your anger out pretend it's someone that you don't like (laughs) (laughs) I know that's something that I like part of my brain always thinks that I would be a really good boxer because it's just like there's some little angry human inside me sometimes that's like yeah and anything that gets your heart rate even just jumping around dancing around your house yeah things like that it just if you're feeling stressed I know sometimes it's the last thing you want to do is get up and yeah. get moving but so it's like for me if especially if I'm having like a down sort of like moment yeah sometimes all I want to do is like sit in bed and yeah. watch drag race and like <laughs> curl up and not move yeah but which I also know is like the worst possible thing for me to do yeah but I just when I'm in those like moods on um, my motivation is like zero like yeah. I find it so hard like barely get up to go to work sometimes like <laughs> let alone be like I'm gonna go and run yeah and that's why it comes down to finding something that you enjoy and something that's right for you just because running works for Deborah doesn't mean it's gonna work for you and there's so many options and things as well that don't even really feel like exercise yeah even just walking yeah like going for a walk especially like in lockdown that's what like I've been doing more of just going for a really long walk and clearing head getting outside as well and appreciating that you know the world is still going on yeah that is especially with covid like mm. it's just sort of really shit on everyone's parade isn't it? <laughs> no, right. <he> has <laughs> oh honestly i was so gutted <laughs> um right the next the next biggie is yeah. also really relevant to me yeah. is i get really intimidated by mm-hmm. like sweaty man gyms yeah like at the gym I go to, like, I really like to use the squat rack yeah. because, like, my bum's important. We've got to keep it peachy. <laughs> However, at the gym that I was going to, it's, like, smack bang in the middle of the gym. Yeah. And I would only go on it if I had my PT there. Yep. And even then I it would make me feel so uncomfortable because yeah. I feel like they're probably not. They probably really don't care. But I feel like they're all looking at me. Yeah, I get you. And... <laughs> I personally just don't like it and then I feel like that really limits me to being like oh I'm only gonna go on like the like rowing machine because it's nowhere near where Mm -hmm. the sweaty men are and then you end up just doing a cardio a cardio workout or I would end up doing a lot of classes because then no one's around but sometimes like the classes aren't convenient and it Mm. would just be good to have 20 minutes in the gym but I would just feel so intimidated that like they all hang around in groups and it's just not really yeah. my vibe yeah I get you I mean I I relate to that completely when I first started at the gym I used to call it the man area yeah because it would be full of men yeah um and I think the issue is that there's kind of this misconception that you have to earn the right to go into that area yeah um which is completely not the case um maybe I think maybe women more than men I could be wrong yeah feel as though they have to be able to lift a certain amount of weight or be able to do a certain lift with like correctly or however you want to call it in order to be able to go in that area yeah 
which is so not true you don't have to earn the right to exercise and move your body that's the thing because i know in my brain like i'm paying the same membership as you like i should be able to go in there yeah there's just like that little voice in my brain that's like oh i think it's for me it's like oh you're just gonna look like a bit of an idiot yeah and I yeah and that sort of I'm a very confident person like I'll walk into a room and talk to whoever's in there like I don't care but something yeah. about I think it's probably the only one of the only situations where I feel really vulnerable yeah of like this is not my mm. area of specialty and you feel like especially when people are in the gym or in groups you feel like people are looking at you yeah and they might not be yeah but I just don't I don't like it and it's just the sort of thing of like I want to like it to yeah. be able to use it yeah b- because like I don't have those weights at home mm. or yeah you know I don't have that kind of equipment but I just find it really intimidating yeah and sort of I do think when you go into the gym you do see more of the women on the sides of like the treadmills and the cross trainers yeah rather, and the because it's very divided yeah um, and then all of the free weights and the yeah. heavy, like, scary machines mm-hmm. on the other side, yeah. that it is almost like a women and men divide. Yeah, and that's a good point, actually. I feel like gyms should be more... I know, like, the... the <laughs> get my words out. The logistics of it are difficult because you have to have, like, the spongy flooring with the free mm. weights and stuff. But I think in my kind of perfect gym environment, yeah. I would have it spread out. So I'd have yeah. a random cross trainer over there, random treadmill over there some free weights there some free weights over there kind of mix it up a bit yeah. so it feels more inclusive rather than like what you said this divide because yeah. I do feel like you sort of can sense the divide you know not all yeah. the time like there are some like powerful women or like yeah. women just giving it a go yeah but for me that is just like my intimidation zone that I just would yeah. never mm. I would never go there and like mm. part of the reason why I got a PT for the gym was so that I could have someone to go yeah to like show me how to do it and do yeah, it with me definitely and my whole aim was to then do it on my own but obviously like COVID then happened and the gym's closed again yeah that I was like oh yeah I almost feel like I'm back to square one with it so that when mm. the gym's open I know I won't be going in there for like a, yeah for a while and that's really kind of like as a personal trainer myself it's sad to hear that people feel like that yeah um because they shouldn't like they should feel comfortable to go to the gym and train in a way that they want to whatever way that is yeah um and most of the time i know we touched on like feeling like people are looking at you but to be honest in a gym if it's those big kind of muscular men they're looking at themselves yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah for sure like yeah, yeah i think that is the thing of like just like men don't really intimidate me like on a day-to-day basis like half the time I probably intimidate them I've been told many a time (laughs) but it is something about like a big powerful man I think in the gym that I'm like oh like normally I think I could take other people on with my words because like I'll just (laughs) sass them whereas they're so in love with themselves I know it wouldn't even like crack the surface (laughs) I don't know what to do with you I don't know how to play it (laughs) but yeah um continuing on with gyms yeah how do you think sort of we said about covid like closing all the gyms like how do you think that's gonna sort of impact everyone's mental health um because there's you know so much talk yeah. online and mm. like i watched i don't know if you saw it like uh james haskell's video about yes it. i saw um, yeah how he went with grenade to sort of into the government yeah. to say like keep them open yeah um and i do think like a lot of people are struggling with the yeah. fact that they are closed yeah i feel like so my personal training I do everything mobile so I don't train from a gym 
I just have equipment in the boot of my car, I take it to where we're gonna train and that's what we use. And for the clients that I train, it works perfectly. Um, but for people who maybe want to lift heavier weights and get a high from lifting heavier weights, I can see how it would negatively impact their yeah. mental health. But saying that for people like you and I, like I don't lift, I used to, when I go, when I used to go to the gym, I don't really go to the gym much anymore mm. since covid happened because i've been doing everything at home and that's yeah. been working for me but you don't have to lift ridiculously heavy to get that same effect yeah if that makes sense yes maybe for a um aesthetic point of view but for a mental kind of the endorphins point of view you, you don't know do you think maybe sort of like the bigger guys like yeah. don't necessarily realize that 100 percent, or do you think um, they i think they probably do but a lot of like i would never i'm not a bodybuilder or an athlete and i never would be yeah um purely because I do exercise for how it makes me feel, not for how it makes yeah. me look. The aesthetics kind of come as a bonus, if that makes yeah. sense. Um, but maybe if, I don't know, there's a lot of kind of misconception about bodybuilders and like like egotistical yeah. kind of things. Because um, I think even for me, like being very sort of talking about it in a shallow way, yeah. I think you, I would look at like a big guy that yeah. clearly goes to the gym a lot and be like, yeah. oh, he must just love himself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there Which, is that kind of, I don't know. I mean, it's like, don't judge anyone on how they yeah. look. And But I feel like for how it would impact personal trainers is it, it kind of distinguishes between those trainers who rely on gym equipment to provide a session and I mean I know for a fact that you don't have to be in a gym to provide a good training session because I've never PT'd in a gym before I do it all um, either online or at um, people's houses not now but (laughs) pre-covid so Yeah. yeah you don't need the gym to get fit and healthy and especially if you're just starting out if you were thinking of joining the gym in January and then it closing and then you being like oh well I'm not gonna do anything until the gym's reopen that's like yeah not the right mindset no then maybe just rethink why you want to join the gym yeah yeah because you don't have to and not to start with if you've never lifted a weight in your life yeah you're never gonna be lifting no what you need no and you can do it all at home so you touched on it there about your mobile sort of stuff why did you start your own business in the first place um well it's kind of a long-winded story but I went for several different gym jobs yeah um probably about five yeah um I got I actually got offered every job that I went for but it just didn't feel right. It wasn't the right vibe. No, either the pay wasn't that great, yeah. or the hours, or the other things I had to do. For example, pay gym rent. Um, yeah, because there's lots yeah. of like bits like that that I didn't even know sort yeah, of was a so thing. Yeah, so some gyms charge personal trainers to like have the right to then train Use people the there. Yeah, some gyms uh, say you have to do 12 hours unpaid work a week which is actually quite a lot that's like a whole other part-time job yeah so doing classes and cleaning as well a lot of cleaning yeah not that there's anything wrong with cleaning but personally I didn't want to spend my time for free cleaning cleaning in a gym yeah yeah so 
I was kind of looking around, doing a little bit of, you know, market research, looking yeah. at competitors and stuff like that. And I realized that there are some mobile PTs around this area, but most personal trainers that then go straight into a personal training job look for a gym first. Yeah. Whereas I'm I'm very stubborn and when I've got an idea, I want to do it and I want to do it now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So I kind of thought I'm going to take the hard route, so to speak, um, and just start my own business and do it all by myself, um, which, you know, don't get me wrong, is really difficult, especially yeah. I started in March last year, just before Great lockdown. Timing. Yeah. So um, it all kind of felt like the world was against me <laughs> for the first few months. Um, so that was quite tough going. But um at the end of the day the reason why I chose to do it mobile is because it's about my clients not myself yeah and I feel like there's a huge um gap for making training accessible to those who don't want to go to the gym or don't like training in a gym environment yeah um so that's why I focus on women and women only um pre and postnatal as well I did that qualification in April Um, So I've been doing that now for a while. Um, And just generally making training fun, something enjoyable, more about, like I've been saying, the feeling rather than how you look. Yeah, rather than this is a a goal of I want to fit in this dress. Yeah. Um, So yeah, that's why. (laughs) I think that's like really sort of admirable to, you know, like there wasn't the specific job that you wanted. So you sort of went and created your own. I think that's like you know especially like be only being 23 like mm. that's a really yeah. sort of you know awesome thing to be able to like do especially yeah, especially hard. going into like a, a global pandemic and then mm. being like I'm gonna start my own business yeah and <laughs> I'm gonna do it the way I want to do it even though no one else is doing it that way yeah you should know like lockdown started in like everyone under the planet started making cakes or candles or soap yeah. or something like that and selling yeah. it on Instagram yeah and you're like oh gyms are shut I'm gonna do it yeah (laughs) and that's the thing like the people who I did my course with my PT course um every one of them who um is actually doing personal training as their job now have gone to work in a gym yeah and I thought I'm gonna go against the grain and do (laughs) classic me and do something a little bit different do you think that you I don't know how to word this but I mean like do you think you get more quality clients like they want it for like similar reasons rather than like I'm just going to do four sessions and then bin you off yeah so I think uh, I was weighing up for a while and the thing that I didn't like the idea of was the fact that if you're if you're a personal trainer in a gym most gyms you you're limited to the clients that go to that gym yeah if that makes sense unless you do work outside of the gym as well but if you're training from that gym, you're lim- limited to the people that already go to that gym or yeah. persuading people so you're to already, sign up to that gym. Yeah, you're already limiting you. yeah. like your customer base before yeah. you've even started. Yeah, exactly. And the people that I wanted to work with, specifically women, maybe have children, uh, not too fast about going to the gym then I'm not going to find them in a gym environment. Yeah. So that's, you know. So how do you do sort of like most, where do your, how do most of your clients find you? Like I know you've got a website and an Instagram, like where do they, how do they get in contact? Like Um, where do you get most of your business? 
most of it comes from facebook oh really yeah do you um, think that's a generational thing i though? think so i feel like yeah I, we're sort of like of an Instagram yeah. age yeah, and then yeah. like the generation before us is now like a TikTok age like I don't yeah. know the first thing about TikTok no. <laughs> but like my 16 year old sister doesn't even have Facebook like yeah. that type of thing yeah I mean I have a website uh some people find me through that but I yeah. definitely think Facebook has been the biggest kind of influence in yeah. my um client base because like you say that's the type like the kind of 40 year old women would use facebook more than instagram yeah i definitely like social media is just a minefield i'm still trying to bloody work it all out (laughs) (laughs) but yeah so do you have any like top tips for sort of like working out in general working out in lockdown like i know you touched a bit on just like getting out but like if you were to give sort of like the average human like me like one <laughs> yeah. sort of thing of like this is what i think you should do um my top 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 tip would be to take no notice of what anyone else is doing yeah and do what feels good for you and that may take uh it may be a case of trial and error so yeah. trying a couple of things really hating them maybe putting yourself in a few uncomfortable situations mm-hmm. to figure out what it is that you actually like yeah. Um, because at the end of the day if you don't like doing something you're not going to want to do it yeah like trying loads of different things to figure Definitely, out yeah don't just force yourself to do the first thing that you stumble across that you no. end up hating and also don't compare your the start of your journey to the middle or the end of someone else's yeah. which is really easy to do particularly on instagram when you see all these people who it's... were wearing crop tops and shorts looking absolutely ripped and yeah it's like um like i you know i'm so happy for people when they upload like a before and after pic yeah. like i'm really happy for them yeah. but i do think sometimes other people will look at that and be like oh yeah like even i've done that before i've yeah. you know and i'm like really comfortable but i've looked yeah. at people and gone oh wow yeah oh I, I don't know like that and that's that's a good point and that's why i don't post before and after pictures yeah. of my clients on because then you, i think yeah doing that you're re-establishing the thing of it's all about image it's all about yeah, image when exactly you could have you could be training someone that yeah. like is so unhappy at the start yeah that hasn't lost any weight but by the yeah. end is like oh and for sure and i have happier. yeah i have clients whose um like body shape hasn't changed too much it's changed don't get me yeah. wrong but not drastically, drastically but the way that they move their confidence the way they speak about themselves as well i really notice yeah because i think you know talking about yourself Mm. you everyone is their own worst critic like i'm the first person to sort of like self-sabotage or um, talk badly about myself yeah whereas if you sort of change the way you view that and you like now i really sort of like love myself and i just will you know big myself up all the time because i think i've gone shifted from like my worst critic to like my biggest fan yeah and i think that's sort of what Mm. personal training and things like that can do for you like spin it and make you think about definitely see yourself in like a more positive way yeah and just like feel empowered and realize that you are capable and you are worthy yeah your body is um, like capable of amazing things definitely. no matter how you look definitely <laughs> well thank you for coming thank I you for was, having that's me that's all right i don't know what are your social medias and stuff for everyone to okay, like follow so, you so uh my instagram is lauren emma pt um yeah. and then my business is just called lauren emma personal trainer 
so amazing yeah we'll leave it i'll put it at the end of the description and i'll put it on the instagram so people can give you a follow but thank you for coming that's all right and again thanks for listening subscribe if you haven't subscribed just every time yeah love you Let's been off the gym and fucking stead.